Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, tell everybody, Wednesdays, that's the key, right? We, uh, yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, They're in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. You're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another awesome episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. You already know it's awesome. You've heard us before. You listen to us every week. So you know the awesomeness. I said awesomeness a lot. I just said it again. I need to stop talking, but I'm not going to. This is a podcast. Mike, please help me. Uh, well, um, I'd like to say there's no way I can't help you, but uh, I think in this no. case I can. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's another great night. Uh, having a beer with my best bro. We're going to drink some good beer. We're going to have a good time, and we're going to call it a night. We're going to go in, we're going to get out, we're going to wrap it up, gift tie it, put a bow around it, send it on its way. Hey, I'm down with all the above. Yeah. So, no, yeah, I mean, no, it's, you know, it's, uh, as we, as we get further and further in these, I've definitely, you know, I, I listened back to some of our earlier episodes, right? And they definitely, we've definitely changed in how we approach this. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. Which is a good thing. It's a positive. I hope so. I mean, we're improving. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I do think we are improving. I think that, um, yeah, I think we're going to be pros in no time. <laughs> yes. No time flat. What kind of, what kind of podcast do you want to start next? Uh, I'm thinking about, uh, robot chickens. I have no idea what that is. So I'm gonna have to pass. They're literally chickens that are robots. Yeah. But how's that a podcast? We talk about them. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's it. I don't know. I just like, yeah. All right. So cool. I, I don't even know where that came from. I just, so 
it's so, so dumb. Um, but uh, I'm in this, uh, you know, neighborhood group on Facebook, right, for, for where I live in Broken Arrow. And somebody posted today um, in my neighborhood how they're agitated that they hear someone's rooster crowing all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I always have to reply something snarky. That's just what I do. But we're not supposed to have roosters in city limits unless you it's like a f- 150 feet away from like your house. Okay. And nobody here has a yard big enough to float 150 feet one direction from your house before you're hitting a, your property line. Okay. So no one should have a rooster. But it's just funny to me that somebody was griping about roosters. I'm like, what if you had a robot rooster and it didn't crow? Cock-a-doodle-doo. Cock-a-doodle-doo. And anyway, that's dumb. I'll stop talking about AI chickens. <laughs> well, <I'm> ch- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, before we introduce the beers, why don't you, I know we got some social media shout outs, people who uh, support us. Why don't you uh, roll forward with those? I would love to do that, Mike. So (laughs) in this episode, um, just a handful of folks that that give us a lot of love. I'm going to call out the park pages. So thank you so much for the the love and support. Same with Cringeworthy Homebrew. So they show us a lot of love. Yeah, I see a lot. Yeah, like a ton. Uh, also, Mike is outside. <laughs> See a lot, of, lots of interaction there. Yeah, he, and, he, uh, I guess he uh, he has nothing better to do. I, I, you know, it it's all good, man. So thank you, Mike is outside. I I appreciate <laughs> the love and support, and also a watchdog. I, I re- home hey, hold on, I really think yeah. he likes every single one of our posts. <laughs> you know, it's almost creepy. Yeah, he follows but yeah. way too hard. Way, way too hard. Yeah. <laughs> so Park Pages, Cringeworthy Homebrew, Watchdog Homebrewery, and Mike is outside. Thank you so much. So you want to tell us about our sticker giveaway this week? Yes. So uh, as we have been doing throughout season three, we give away some stickers every episode. The way you get these stickers is you got to send us a message on Instagram saying, I want the stickers. This week, we've got Coop L Works out of Oklahoma City. So your job is to send us a message on Instagram that says, I want the Coop L, still, the Coop L Works stickers. That's it. That's all you got to do. And as long as we got them, we'll send them to you. That's it. That's all, all right. we got. That's it. That's the beginning. We recommend within seven days of the air date of this podcast. Yeah, that's a good point. They're usually gone within the first couple of days, but really anything beyond a week it was is like, just it was sorry. like a couple of weeks We're ago, though, man. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, like I got no messages, or you know, we got no messages. I check it uh, on the reg on Tuesday, and like no messages. Wednesday, no messages, and like Thursday, somebody says, "Well, if somebody hasn't claimed it yet," I'm like, "No, nobody's claimed it yet." So, I forget which one is where. Yeah. So yeah, just to get all of them at that point. It's weird <laughs> how that works out. Sometimes yeah. we just get blown up. It's like whoa, whoa, boom, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it's, I guess it just depends on who listens when, you know. Yeah. So this yeah, so this week it's uh, Coop L works out of Oklahoma City, uh, generous enough to share some stickers with us. Uh, what we do is we talk about the brew, say thank you, send the stickers on their way to their new home, and your job as a person that gets them is to stick them somewhere. Take a picture, tag the brewery, tag us, you know, spread the love. Yeah. And it's free. It's all a free sticker. So anyway, 
that's how you get the free sticker. Um, let's talk about the beers. Yes, Mike, you want to tell us about our lineup? Or do I, guess, do I guess I, I will. Care. Yeah, I yeah, guess I'll do it. Do yeah. it. So the beer that we're going to be trying together is going to be the Lost 40 Brewing Day Drinker. It's a Belgian-style Blondale. It's uh, supposed to be really good. So we'll see what happens. Then we're going to go on a little detour. You know, We're going to start off in Little Rock, Arkansas with the Day Drinker, and then we're going to travel west. You and I are going to fly to the great state of Alaska. Not literally, Ooh. figuratively. You and I are both going to try beers from Alaskan Brewing out of Juno. You're going to have their Kolsch style L, and I'm going to have the Amber. I can't have an Amber beer without thinking like uh, all the people I know who are named Amber. So, <laughs> right? And there's a number of them at this point. Yeah, I know a lot of Ambers. I do. It must have been a popular name back like uh, in the 80s to 90s. Yeah, I, I believe yeah. it was. Yeah. I graduated with a girl named Amber. We both know a girl, a lady named, I say girl, but you know, these are, these are older, oh, women, yeah. older women. I'm going to get in trouble. These are ladies they're, they're, named yes. Amber. So, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. that we've known them a long time. That's all it is. It's not that they're old. It's that they've aged right along with us. Thank you for you saving, know, we're not old. saving me. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, I live with my foot halfway in my mouth. Um. It's uh, so I try to help out when I can because I, oh, I appreciate I feel that pain. I save you, you save me. It's a better place to be. All right, that's so right. yeah, that's our beers. Let's uh, I say let's get uh, drinking. Let's do it, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I opened the can first last time. Why don't you open it? Sure. Let's see here. You ready? One, two, three. Yep. That sound decent. Wow. Yeah, it sounded amazing. I just got a knack for this, I guess. I don't know. Or yeah, a really good do. microphone. Yeah, take it. Take Probably it, both. Ray. All right, here we go. It started off strong and then ended a little weak. Yeah. Did you pull it away from the microphone? No. Hmm. I don't I know. Will. I got the initial pop and then like the eh. So. Oh, well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the way it goes. So, yeah, so what we're drinking here is the Day Drinker. It's a Belgian blonde, uh, clocking in at 4.8%. Uh, hazy, stra- straw-colored, and golden. Aromas of orange zest and offers flavors of soft fruit, mild oats, and notes of banana. Lost 40, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. Now, we've had a, a couple of their beers on the podcast uh, so far this season, and we talked about it before. You know, we both visited here. Uh, it's been five or six weeks at this point. So fantastic brewery. I, I love the snacks that they have available. We didn't, they have meal service, but we just got some finger food, just something to munch on. Uh, and I really enjoyed that. So a great brewery experience. got to give them some love, give them a shout out, like what they've got going on. And it's no surprise that uh, right, right away, I, I'm enjoying this beer. This is a first drink for me. I've not had this one from them yet. And it, it's pretty darn good, Mike. Yeah, you know, um, uh, I'm definitely getting a little bit of that banana that they mentioned. It's subtle, but it's there. Subtle. Yeah. So I'm getting some citrusy notes out of this. Maybe some, uh, what am I thinking here? My little bready, like biscuity, yeah, maybe? Biscuity, cracker. Malty. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's kind of nice. A little bit of uh, pepper. 
So yeah, we're both a little bit doughy biscuit cracker stuff going on. Do you get the you get any pepper out of it? It kind of has a pepper e type spice to it. So the, for me, there's a, a little bit of spiciness about it, but I'm I'm trying to pick out just pepper, and I'm not getting I'm not getting that specifically. But it's got a nice you know spiciness about it. Yeah. Not over the top. It's not like a, a winter ale, you know, where you get a lot of just heavy, heavy spice. It's not like that. This is kind of, again, like the banana, it's, it's subtle. So it just adds to the complexity. Banana is kind of funny because it hits me right as I smell it. And then I first drink, like the first initial hit of the tongue and it goes away. And then it kind of comes back in the background. Now we're getting it more in the in the after, well not after, but no, on the backside. Not really aftertaste with the bananas, yeah. but on the backside of the drink, the far end of the drink. But I really like this, man. This is yeah. definitely a sessionable beer. Um, super easy to crush. This is a, another you know fantastic any time a day, summertime, regardless of the activity. This is a fantastic all around beer. Like man. Got yet another solid go-to for just whatever. I like that. Yeah. it's. Uh, I don't know about yours, but mine's a little bit spiked on a carbonation. It seems like it's a little bit high for me, for this beer, for me. Um, yeah, it, it's not bad. It's definitely well carbonated. It might be a little high, but it's not mm-hmm. so much that it takes away from anything. Yeah. Um, I think for anything, it might, for me, it might be affecting the mouthfeel. Yeah, definitely. Um, but nothing, nothing beyond that. It hasn't made me burp or anything yet. Yeah. There's some beers you get, you take two drinks and you're just instant bloated. It's like, yeah. it's well, this, def- yeah, it this definitely go. has a little bit of a, the help, the carbonation kind of gives it a crisp snap, kind of like those um, seltzer waters that, uh, those flavored Celsius wa- seltzer waters that you can get like at right. grocery store, like the. Sam's Club lemon lime water or whatever it is. Yeah, I like how you Kinda said seltzy. I think I would seltzy. drink more of them if they called it seltzy water. Seltzy water. Seltzer. Yeah, seltzer water. Yeah, that's some really seltzy water you got seltzy there. Water, man. Mm. It's so seltzy. So seltzy. <laughs> wow, we too seltzy help. for my water. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow is the right term for that. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So definitely, uh, yeah, definitely a wow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I tell you what, um, I haven't got my song yet, but I've got my rating. Okay. So I have both. All right. I hit me, am, I'm hit, hit me with your uh, hit me with your rating and your song. Yeah. So. Just in looking at the can order of this, I thought I was going to have one in mind. Um, I like how it's got, you know, the hand like holding, their, like they're crossing their fingers. Like, hey, wish, wish me luck. Right? So I was thinking the, the song One Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah? but And then I drank the beer and I'm like, nope. No. Nope, nope. Not the song. Not the song for this. Uh, but cool can art. I like it. Definitely Lost 40. Um, their, their artwork speaks to their their branding. I appreciate that. And I like how this one doesn't have as many words on it. We've talked about that a couple of other beers. Sure. It's just like plastered yeah. full of verbiage, and it's kind of overwhelming. Um, this has far less of that, uh, 
but it's still it's much easier on the eyeballs. So good job, lost forty in your art team. I appreciate that. But I'm gonna give this beer a solid eight out of ten. Okay. Um, has a lot of good things going for it. Um, I've had better Belgian blondes, better blonde ales. Um, so it doesn't take anything away from this. Definitely speaks to my taste bros. I'll be drinking more of these. I believe it belongs on the craft beer bucket list. Um, again, eight, eight out of 10. And I'm going to pair this with the song love fool by the cardigans. I've never heard that song. No, I, I bet you have. You just didn't know the name or the artist love fool. Yeah. By the cardigans. So, Okay. This was huge popular when we were in high school. It's like, love me, love me. Say that you love me. Fool me, fool me. So this just is like that poppy, fun, kind of like, yeah, oh, just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like summertime. Yay. Good times. That's Maybe what this I beer reminds me of. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, you're not. I'm not falling that trap twice. No. I did it a few <laughs> weeks ago with that Rihanna song. Made a fool of myself. Not doing it twice. Uh, no. Uh, it's the best. So, it is. so what, what do you rate this, Mike? Well, uh, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Uh, I think it's good. Uh, to me, it's not great. Um, I think the, the, the flavor, to me, gets a little drowned out with some of the, the carbonation um, on this one. Um, I think it is very crisp, and I think it is very drinkable, for, especially for you know entry-level beginners, if, if that's what you want to call it. And I think it's something that, you know, easy for them to drink. Um, I just wish it had a little bit more flavor to it, I guess you'd say. Mm. Um, I wish, I wish the carbonation was dialed back just a smidge. So, but, but not, you know, that's me picking it apart. It's a fine beer. A seven half is a fine rating. And that's what I'm going to give it the song. So when I think about this song, what I think about is, uh, having fun during the day, having a beer, being on maybe not vacation, but having like a Friday off or something like that. Right. Anyway, so I'm going to say that this beer would go well with Brad Paisley's Mud on the Tires. Oh, uh-huh, there you go. So, and, and, you know, I'm just thinking like having fun during the middle of the day. So, yeah. So, I mean, you gave it an eight. I gave it a seven and a half. That's pretty darn close. Uh, you chose Loveful by the Cardigans. I've got Mud on the Tires by Brad Paisley um, because, you know, that's I, because I pick a lot of country songs. Um, so, our next beers, Ray, is when we travel west to the great state of Alaska. Alaska. Home, home to some beautiful places and some great brews. So right after this commercial break, we're going to have the Alaskan Kolsch and the Alaskan Amber. You and me. We'll see you in a minute. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our Season 3 sponsors, Dronicle LLC, based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. And welcome back to the podcast. I know you didn't really go anywhere. Just had a small commercial break. But Mike and I have just got off the plane in Alaska. We're about to dive into the Alaskan Brewing Company's Kolsch and Amber. So, Mikey, let's uh, let's crack these beers open and get to work. Yeah, you first or me first? 
Uh, I'll do, I'll go first this time. Why not? Okay. Let's see here. That sound pretty good. Yay. Yeah. All right. You ready? I am. Holy cow. That sound pretty good? Yeah, man. I think that just registered on the Richter scale. Boom, boom, boom. Very good. Who? All right. So, um, yeah. Cheers, yo. So, just cheers. So, just straight away, I got to talk about the can art. I really yeah. enjoy what they put on the cans. Uh, they, they speak to, to where they're from. Uh, like on my can, it's got this nice amber color, which I think is fantastic since I'm drinking a Kolsch. It's got a picture of an orca jumping up out of the water or a killer whale. Uh, it's it's just kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. So I like how uh, my beer has a, a black pull tab on it. Uh, it accents the, the black that's in the can. Otherwise, the, okay. I don't know why more breweries don't do that. Uh, I think they look super cool. Like left-hand brewing is one that does that a lot. I think their cans look super cool. I see that on this one. Um, yours, I don't think, has the black pull top, does it? No, sir. Boo. Boo. So, Boo. Yeah, so again, so can art is such a big deal. I, I love to yeah. give shout-outs to, to folks that I think have good artwork. And uh, what about, I mean, yours has like a, a fishing boat on it, I think, right? Yeah, and I'm not a connoisseur of uh, saltwater sea vessels or fishing vessels. Um, but this is a saltwater fishing vessel of some sort, um, looking pretty fly. Uh, you know, it's got the, the mountains and the, you know, whatever behind it. It's looking pretty cool. I love it. I, I love the can art. Yeah. So kudos before we even talk about the beer, like the artwork kind of yeah. kicks ass in a, I, I think it's fun to talk about. No, and, so. and the color, the color scheme is, uh, simplified and perfect. You know, and I think the same goes is because I, I saw your can. I think the same goes for the Kolsch as it does for the Amber. And I know we've got a couple more beers by them coming at some point. Um, you know, and so I think they do a good job overall with their with their color schemes on this as well. Um, yeah. Have you been to Alaska? I, I That's, you know, only one of four states I've not been to yet. So definitely on my personal bucket list of uh, oh, places dude. to go. But yeah. I know I know you've been there. Dude, I, uh, I I'm kind of, I'm, I'm jealous. It's, it's beautiful, man. That's all I can say is it's, it's downright beautiful. Like, uh, we went in, uh, mid, mid September. So like a lot of the, uh, the cruise lines had shut down for, you know, they shut down a little bit before Labor Day, I guess. Right. And you know, that's, that's, it's, it was chilly, but it had not gotten any crazy weather yet. So like a, a couple weeks after we left, they got like 29 inches of snow or something crazy. But while we were there, it was beautiful. Uh, I'm telling you, the uh, right outside of Anchorage is, or you know, going east from Anchorage is the Turnagain uh, Inlet, or I forget the name of the inlet, but it's got the Turnagain Arm and all that stuff. And we drove all around there. Um, we saw a lot of different places. Um, my favorite was Talkeetna, which is uh, a few hours away from Anchorage, uh, northwise. So. Man, you got to get up there. It's just, I mean, everywhere you look, it's beautiful. Everywhere. Right on. Yeah. So, and. Oh, no, I, I, will, I will get there. Yeah. And, and 
there's some good breweries. Um, now, you know, uh, Alaskan brewing is in Juneau and that I have not been there, but in Anchorage and in a few towns around there, like Girdwood and all that kind of stuff, the breweries are pretty darn good as well. So like you got uh, Girdwood brewing, which is there, you know, you got a, a Talkeetna. I mean, you got several different breweries that are pretty darn solid. So I'll tell you what else is solid. This Amber that I'm drinking. Yeah. Tell me about it. It tastes good, man. I mean, it, it really tastes good. It's, it's really, it's, it's malty. Um, so, um, I know a few episodes back, I talked about Iron Monk out of Stillwater, their deer antler velvet, how it was pretty malty. Right, right. And this is on that same plane of maltiness. Like it's, it's really malty. Like, like it's a, it's a good, really malty. It's like rich malt. Right. Um, and so it's really good and it's got, it's got enough, uh, of that and enough hoppiness to it. That's kind of, it's, it's really, it's well-balanced. I, I guess that's the best way to say it. Um, so, and this tastes a lot like some, uh, like a, the more traditional beers where you've got, you know, I just, I, I don't know the, the balance and how it drinks the maltiness. It just tastes like an old school beer. Like a good, right. like a good old school beer. Does that make sense? No, it does. Yeah. Hopefully. So back before everybody got crazy and, and super creative, which is great, but sometimes you just want something traditional, true to the style, right? Yeah, it's, it's and, good. Uh, so. I could say the same thing about this Kolsch. Um, so this has definitely got some maltiness to it, but it's, it's soft. It's just like, again, and, and I keep saying this a lot about the delivery method. This is just like, here, have some, some, some multi notes. It's just like, oh, this is, it's nice. Um, you know, Kolsch's for me, I don't, they shouldn't be over the top. These are supposed to be lighter, easier to drink beers. Right. Uh, so it's nothing overpowering here. It's got a healthy combination of hops and malt. Uh, both are dialed down to the point there's there's no punch in the tongue like I talk about the IPAs I love so much, uh, but this is just such a chill, just beer. It's like, dude, they really got those two coming together perfectly. Now uh, the color is fantastic, you know, nice amber hues, yeah, uh, w- which is great. Uh, I think the carbonation is on point. Uh, they, they, this one they've done really well and something to, to think about too is, you know, water is such a big deal and, uh, their water originates, you know, within a 1500 square mile area of Juno in a big ice field. Okay. Um, and apparently they get upwards of 90 inches of rain a year up there. So lots of fresh, oh, pristine water. I feel sorry. So they're not I don't like that. No me gusta. <laughs> So, I mean, just having a fresh water like that with, you know, without all the, the fluoride and other things that are put into it, you know, before it gets put into whatever beverage is made with it. Mm-hmm. So here we're just getting just pure water, just as clean as it comes. And I think that, you know, helps in the brewing process. I'm not a brewer. You know that we've talked about it before, uh, but I can only think having pristine ingredients is going to help you make a better product. Yeah. Better ingredients equals better, better product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and, and I'm telling you that, so this, this Amber is like a much better version of the Killians. Uh, if you know, to give people kind of a, a, a way to like, look at it. Right. 
Um, it's got a little bit of molassesness to it. Um, getting some, you know, molasses caramel uh, notes out of it. Malty. Uh, it's got a medium body. Um, you know, for what it is, it's uh, it's, it's pretty refreshing. Um, carbonation is uh, perfectly balanced with the beer flavors and all that. So um, this one's going to get a pretty good rating for me. So it's, I can just, imagine it it's, it's just it's just good for what it is, right? That's and that's what I'll for say. Sure. It's good for what it is. Yeah, so I like that. Again, there's nothing. Spe- I, I, this when I say there's nothing special. Again, there's not uh, there's no creativity. There's no oh that's so cool they put this in a beer. There's none of that. This is just true to the style. Everything I want in a Kolsch, it's right here. And every once in a while, I just want that traditional flavor just like mm, this is definitely a traditionalist beer still super crushable i think this will speak to a lot of people's palates and again the can art you look at this i just i just want to free willy and uh have a beer well there you go and for all you youngins out there that's a movie about freeing a killer whale okay don't be weird it's about a, well, it's I mean, a killer I mean, whale movie yeah i mean you're the one bringing it up though so Hey, I'm just thinking that we're getting older, Mike. We just talked about this a few minutes ago. I wonder how many uh, youngins don't know about the movie Free Willy. Was That's that Macaulay Culkin? Uh, uh, I don't think so. Uh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think he was in that. Are you looking it up? I, I, I am. Okay. I am. So, I, mean, I could be way wrong, but I, th- I just thought it was him, but, you know. Yeah, so I'm seeing here uh, Jason James Richter, August Schellenberg. Uh, the name of the whale was Ke- Keiko. Oh, yeah. Or Keiko. I'm not quite sure how to Kiko? pronounce that. Kiko, yeah. So uh, I don't see anything about Macaulay Culkin being in this. Okay. I Well, I could, I, you know, I'm wrong every now and then. It happens sometimes. Yeah. No will. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, what's the what's the the ones that are kind of have a the the bulbous head and they're all white? Uh, the are you talking about like a beluga whale? Yes, beluga. Thank you. I could not think of that for anything. When I was in Alaska, we were driving up up the the inlet, and you saw the beluga whale surfacing, and everybody was out there watching them. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. So yeah, the only belugas I've ever seen are at the uh, the Sea Aquarium in Atlanta. Yeah, in a, over in Hot. I thought Hot that Atlanta. was super cool in Hotlanta. Yeah, mm-hmm. but to see them in the wild would just my that would make my whole life. Well, so I mean, it was cool, but you, you know, you just see kind of a little flash as they kind of surface and go back down. So it's not like flippers like jumping out of the water, going backwards and looking at you, you know. <laughs> right so still i no, think that would was, be hella cool no it was cool I, I no i don't mean to down it I, it was it was cool um i'll tell you what we did while we were in alaska that i thought was is so worth the money is we did a glacier airplane ride so that we got a little uh little airplane there was five of us that could fit in there uh and that was kind of right. tight um so there's a driver and me in the front and um a couple of my students in the back and and we flew around and wow. if I thought I would freak out to be honest. I was like, man, I've never done a plane like this. I mean, it is tight. Mike and the pilot were 
shoulder to shoulder, it was tight, right? Mm. Okay. But I'm telling you what, this guy was awesome. Takeoff was a cinch, was a breeze. Um, we drove around, talked, got to see some cool stuff. And then, uh, you know, came home, landed without a hitch, perfect landing. It was great. So That's highly, highly recommend. Time. Yeah. Highly recommend. He does. So, so when he's not doing tours, he does like taxi service to small villages to bring them into Anchorage for like medical stuff. Oh, right on. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That is I wish, cool. I wish I remembered his name, but I don't. So, and then I remember eating a ton of reindeer sausage. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was good. Jealous. Yeah. Jealous. Yep. So anyway, so this beer is really good. Um, you know, uh, Alaskan Brewing, Juno, Alaska. You can follow them at Alaskan Brewing. This is the amber at 5.3%. Man, it tastes really good. Got a real good malt, uh, uh, maltiness to it. It's got some molasses, uh, maybe caramel. Um, I mean, it's got good body. Um, you know, it, everything about this beer is pretty good. You know, I, if I was going to say one thing about the beer, it was probably it's, it's a little heavy on the malt flavors. But beyond right. that, I think it's really well done. Um, so I'm going to give this beer an 8.5. And I'm going to pair with it a song by Dar Williams. Uh, if you've ever heard of Dar, Dar Williams, uh, she's she's awesome. If you haven't, you can go check her out on like YouTube or whatnot. Um, she sings her. So my favorite, this is not the one I want to pair, but my favorite Dar Williams song is called The Beauty of the Rain. Um, yeah. It's really good. But anyway, she has another song called Go to the Woods. That is what I want to pair with this. It just kind of it feels like the right song to pair with this. Um, so anyway, yeah, Dar Williams, Go to the Woods, and then I'm going to give an 8.5. Tell us about your Kolsch, man. Yeah, man. So <clears throat> this is probably top five Kolsches I've ever had. Uh, so this is a, a big a big hit for me. Uh, again, just the taste, tr- tr- true to the style. Again, that combination of hops and malt, they just flow together seamlessly. Very refreshing on the palate. Uh, it's just like, man, they, they, they did it right. And I, I can appreciate that. So again, nothing crazy, nothing off the wall, just true to the style. So and, uh, I, I like that a lot. Um, I'm going to give this one an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, absolutely going to recommend this to go on the craft beer bucket list. And I think it would behoove us, Mike, at some point to, uh, to book a trip and visit this brewery in Juneau. And, uh, just cause why not? I, I think I'll have to pass on the, the airplane ride because if it was tight for you, I don't think I could get in the plane. Um, I mean, I, so I think the guy that was flying, it was probably closer to your size than mine. Um, he was tall. He was as tall as you, maybe not as, as broad as you. Right. But, um, he definitely wasn't small. And the reason they put me up front wasn't because of so much of anything other than my weight distribution. So like, because he was on the, in the front and on the left, it made more sense for me to be on the front and to the right. And then the, the lighter folks were in the back. In the back. No, I can understand that. So I think, you know, you're right. It's, it's, you know, it is going to be a little bit tighter, um, but I, I think if you could swing it, you should do it. Sure. It's an incredible experience. I'm sure 
you know, I'm sure Alaska isn't just full of a bunch of short people. No, no, no. So there's got to be some biggins up there. Yeah. So I'm sure I'd fit in the cargo hold, but I don't think <laughs> I'm going to get a stellar view from back there. I don't think you'd fit in the cargo hold. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. These are small planes, you. No, fair yeah. enough. Like seriously, he, he takes, he, he drives your drives. He flies through the small villages, picks somebody up, bring them to Anchorage for medical treatment and then flies them right, right. back. Gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So you gave an 8.5. Uh, now you got to come yeah. up with a song to pair with this Alaskan Kolsch. I do. And it, I was hoping that something else would pop in my head, but nothing has, as it hasn't happened. Um, so someone's gonna be like, Ray, that's not very creative, but the song North to Alaska by Johnny Horton. Okay. So I'm North going to back Alaska to Alaska by Johnny Horton. That's old school country. Yeah, that is like 1950s. Oh. So when I was a yeah. kid, I listened to a lot of stuff with my dad. He listened to a lot of Jim Reeves and Eddie Arnold, Johnny Horton and, 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 uh, and Johnny Horton. Yeah. And, uh, so well, I just grew up, we all grew up listening to our, our parents' music. We don't have a choice. Um, and, uh, so I, I, I really enjoyed old school country when I was younger. I don't listen to it much now. Um, yeah. but it's like, huh, you know, and I know my mom and dad visited Alaska several times. Um, yeah. so that was always something dad wanted to do, uh, uh again before he passed. And so kind of a cool thing, you know, nice member of the old man, um, cool old country song and a badass beer. So yeah. a whole lot of wins for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm down for a beercation to Juno. Um, you know, th- and I, I'd have to look. We'd have to see what other breweries are there. What else there is to do? Maybe we could start in Juno and migrate to another place. Yeah, the, th- the thing is about up there, and I, I forget like Denali, which on the map doesn't look too far north of Anchorage, but it's like four hour drive, right? Right. So Juno, if it's it's up there too, like uh, it, or uh, you know, so there's depending on where you want to be. Right. Everywhere is a long distance. You know, it's not like you're hopping from Indianapolis to St. Louis or anything like that. Right. I think that four hour drive would be like four hours of just breathtaking, especially for us living in the mid South. It's just kind of, it's cool, you know, but a four hour drive here is like, Oh God, I can't wait for this to be over. No, I think four hour there would be like four hours of OMFG. I don't want this to end. It'd be fun to visit, um, you know, uh, Juno, Anchorage, uh, Fairbanks, you know, you know, any of those right in there. Um, I'd be game. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so am I right? And Juno is down on the, like the little islands to the South. Is that right? I'm not really good with this. Uh, you know, I, I want to say it's close to the water, I th- but again, I've not been there. I'd have to look at a map to know for sure, man. I don't yeah. know off the top of my head. I just, th- I thought, um, anyway, I thought it was down there, you know, like, um, I don't know that where, where it kind of comes down to Canada. Like, you know, that little, like that little strip that kind of goes toward Washington and all that. Is that making sense? I feel like yeah, no. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So I, mean, I have seen it on a map. Yeah. So, so I'm looking it, at Google Maps on my cell phone right now, just because I want to know. Okay. And then you can travel up that to... like that little side, and then you'll eventually kind of curve over, and you'll like go to like um, uh, 
like Seward and Anchorage and all that. So, so Anchorage is definitely, um, I mean, it's on the South side of Alaska, mm -hmm. right? And now I'm looking for Juneau. The state is so big. It's like, you can't see any, <laughs> you can't really look I at think, any of it on the map with your zoomed out. Yeah. I think like if I got it right, Juneau is like over there by British Columbia. You know, th this is, this is really interesting because we're, we're sitting here like, well, I don't know where Juneau is. And we've lived in this great country for how many years? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, just, just, uh, what I was going to say is, you know, uh, Anchorage itself, oh, there it is. you got the Turnigan arm that you can go out. And then we, we drove past Alieska. Um, you know, we, we drove down toward, um, Seward. So, you know, uh, we hit, uh, is it, uh, what was the name of that national park site or the, uh, Kenai Fords. That's what it was. Kenai. Um, you know, so we hit the, I think it's the Chugash national forest. So we went around all that area and then we traveled up to Talkeetna from Anchorage. And, um, so, uh, as you go, as you go North out of, um, Anchorage, like you, you go up to, Oh, where's Sarah, Sarah Palin from? You go through that town and you keep going North and you get to Talkeetna and from Talkeetna, you can see Denali. And I think that's oh, like right a two on. hour drive. And then two hours North of Talkeetna, you'll get into the state park, the Denali. Okay. I'm looking, I see that now on the map. You go oh, okay. North up into like Palmer area. Uh, and you cut over West to a Wasilla. Up through Willow. Oh, Wasilla is where, uh, that's where Sarah Palin's from. from, right? Sarah Palin. Yep. Yep. I think I remember seeing that so, on the news however many years yeah. ago when she was in the I, news a lot. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where Palmer is, but Wasilla is where Sarah Palin's okay. from. And then you keep taking whatever highway that is and it goes north to Talkeetna. Talkeetna, right. I see that. And then yeah. Denali State Park just to the north of that. Yeah. But so, so uh, and if you're looking at the map, it doesn't look like it's that big a deal for, but from Anchorage to Talkeetna is like two hours and Talkeetna to Denali is another two hours. Wow. Something like that. I don't know. The way you drive it, maybe like an hour and a half. Maybe. Whole thing, the whole thing, hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but so I'm telling you though, the, a, like that, you know, going around that Turnigan arm is just like that, that is all breathtaking and you'll stop so many times along the way. It's just incredible. The, the what I wish we'd have done. So we went down to Seward um, which is a port and, you know, was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I wish we'd have taken that because that, that highway, you can, you get off of it and go towards Seward at some point. But if you stay on that highway, you can go all the way around to Homer and, uh, which is like opposite Anchorage, uh, in the, in a way, um, well, I don't know about opposite. It seemed like it was on the other side of the bay or whatever, but I wish we'd have gone down there. So gotcha. Anyway, it's a cool spot, man. You should go, or we should go. I'll, I mean, I'm down for a beercation. Right on. And you were right about Juno. I did find it. It was on oh, okay. the, the southern end, like as you go back down into Canada. That the, okay, you know, long battery of islands. Yeah, down so toward, a good job uh, on the geography, Columbia. Mike. Yeah, you know, I try. Yeah. Yep. I you know I do what I can. So I heard it's a cute yeah. little town too. So I mean, I'm down. I wonder how many breweries there are in Alaska. See, like you, I'm sure Juno is probably, you know, that area because it's a little bit more South. It's probably more populated. So it's probably got some, uh, you got some opportunity to hit some, 
some places with some good breweries. Sure. And then, you know, you can go back up and I don't know from, from Juneau to Anchorage is probably like 20 hour drive or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I looked at that. Yeah. It's 20 oh, yeah. plus hours. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's just crazy. Yeah. You just can't do it. It's, it's, it's not something that's doable. So, so, oh, well, but anyway, uh, yeah. I, I think we should get a recap of the beers, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. And let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Sorry. You know, Alaska is such a cool place. Uh, so, um, tonight, uh, you and I both had the lost 40 day drinker, uh, lost 40 brewings out of little rock, Arkansas. You gave it a, you gave it an eight. I gave it a seven and a half, which means it got a 7.75 overall, which means it goes on the craft beer bucket list. Um, I'm going to pair it with Brad Paisley's Brad Paisley's mud on the tires. You're going to pair it with the cardigans love fool. Um, but anyway, it goes on the list. Then you and I both had beers from Alaskan brewing out of Juneau, Alaska, which is, you know, like a 20 something hour drive from Anchorage, Alaska, as we found out. Um, so anyway, I had the Amber, I gave it an eight and a half. You had the Kolsch, you gave the Kolsch an eight and a half, man. That's a two solid ratings from solid. two different beers, right? Yeah. Um, for the, yeah, for the Amber, I'm going to pair it with Dar Williams, uh, go to the woods. I think that's a great song for your Kolsch. You're going to pair it with Johnny Horton's North to Alaska, um, a classic old school country western tune but again three beers that go on a crappier bucket list three beers you have to try before you die um that's all i got man these are good beers uh overall i think that we had a good uh lineup a solid lineup sir absolutely take it away i will do that so thank you everybody so much for listening to another awesome episode of craft beer bucket list be sure to visit the brewery social media pages and their websites. You can find those in the show notes of this podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I got to say it. If you listen to us on Apple, give us that five stars rating. Go ahead and leave us a comment. We love to, to read those or reviews a comment. Leave us a review. My word. You think I've done this before. So anyway, wherever, wherever you listen to us, thank you so much. We appreciate that. Be sure to share with your friends and families. Also, while you're at it, take a look at all of our social medias from Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us a like, thumbs up, and a follow. Take some pictures of the beers that you're drinking. Take some beer selfies. Send them to us. Tag us in those photos. We'd love to see what you're drinking. Maybe we will do what we can to feature your beer on a future episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. So enough for me and Mike. Please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local, and we will see you guys on the next episode. Adios. Crap Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.